Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 2nd of March, and it's World Book Day. And a big happy birthday to Daniel Craig, Chris Martin, Rebel Wilson, and John Bon Jovi. Wednesday was another not good, very bad day for MP turned reality TV star Matt Hancock. This time, The Telegraph published an investigation into over 100,000 of his WhatsApp messages from the early days of the pandemic, and it doesn't look great for the former health secretary. The leaked messages appear to show Matt rejecting guidance around COVID testing in care homes, arranging a courier to send a COVID test to Jacob Rees-Mogg's house during a testing backlog, and hitting up his old boss George Osborne for a front-page splash on the evening standard. But then Health Minister Lord Bethel says the leaked messages don't tell the full story. We only have a few scrappy, gossipy WhatsApps, and that's why this partial glimpse into decision-making is so unfortunate, because it gives a misleading impression. Labour's Pat McFadden isn't buying it, though. He wants the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I'm sure Matt Hancock's reflecting on the wisdom of giving the journalist concerned access to all his WhatsApp messages, but we need to get to the full truth of what's happened. And even Rishi Sunak spoke up about it during PMQs. Well, he did a Boris and refused to comment until the COVID inquiry reports are out. Uh, rather than comment on piecemeal bits of information, I'm sure the Honourable Gentleman agree with me the right way for these things to be looked at is the COVID inquiry. Two days after the Windsor framework was announced, all eyes are on the Democratic Unionist Party to see whether they'll accept the new post-Brexit trade deal for Northern Ireland. The framework introduces a mechanism called the Stormont Break. It'll allow members of Northern Ireland's Assembly to object to new EU goods and custom rules affecting the North, something which Stormont politicians have been crying out for. But it'll only apply if the DUP lift their blockade on power sharing in Stormont. Tory MP Richard Graham seems confident the DUP will say yes to the deal. You know, there is a strong feeling that this does make a difference for so many people in Northern Ireland. And I think it's going to be difficult for the DUP to strongly object to this. But don't get too excited. DUP leader Geoffrey Donaldson said the party's going to take their time examining the framework. And the DUP's chief whip, Sammy Wilson, doesn't seem too convinced by the break. When the EU introduces new laws in the future, it will have an impact on Northern Ireland. And the point of the break was meant to be to give a, a means for unionists to oppose that will have to be used on lots of occasions, um, though I suspect that it will be fairly ineffective. There was tragic news from Greece on Wednesday after a passenger train travelling from Athens collided head-on with a freight train outside Larissa. It left over 40 people dead and more than 80 injured. The country's transport ministers resigned following the crash and a local station master has been charged with manslaughter. In a TV address, Greek PM Kyriakos Mitsotakis said the crash was a result of human error. Everything shows that the drama is unfortunate, mainly due to tragic human error. 
We will remain united in this tragedy, and then we will bow our heads and grit our teeth. We will work, so that this never happens again. The passenger train was carrying around 350 people, many of them thought to be university students returning from their holidays. The impact of the crash was so great, it caused the first four cars to derail and two to catch fire. Vasilis Polizos witnessed the crash. The trains were completely destroyed, both the passenger and the freight train. The passenger train was going about 100 miles per hour and there was a clear head-on collision. The Met Police confirmed on Wednesday evening that they'd found a body in the search for the missing baby of 35-year-old former aristocrat Constance Martin. Martin and her 46-year-old partner Mark Gordon have been on the run since January, shortly after Martin's thought to have given birth. The couple were found near Brighton on Monday and arrested on suspicion of child neglect and later gross negligence manslaughter. Detective Superintendent Lewis Bayford spoke at a press conference following the discovery of the remains. This is an outcome that myself and that many officers who have been part of this search had hoped would not happen. I recognise the impact this news will have on the many people who have been following the story closely and can assure them that we will do everything we possibly can to establish what has happened. Still to come on the Smile 7, it's squeaky bum time for Man United and Courtney Cox has a new career path right after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Welcome back Wednesday was a busy night for football with FA Cup fifth round action and two Premier League fixtures. Table toppers Arsenal comfortably beat Everton 4-0, while Liverpool initially struggled against Wolves but came away 2-0 winners. The FA Cup had plenty of drama too, with Sheffield United knocking Spurs out while Burnley sent Fleetwood home. League 2's Grimsby pulled off a shock win, kicking out Premier League side Southampton after a well-deserved 2-1 win. The final game of the fifth round saw Man U take on West Ham as they chased a quadruple, but things looked pretty sticky as West Ham were still 1-0 up right up to the 77th minute. Eric Ten Hag's side rallied and finished 3-1 winners, much to the manager's relief. Once again, team showed personality, character. So uh, I think it's very important, very very big, uh, massive impo- uh, performance from our team. There was a mini Friends reunion on Hollywood Boulevard this week after Courtney Cox was presented with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She was joined by her former co-stars Jennifer Aniston and Lisa Kudrow, who teamed up to give a speech in her honour. To celebrate, Courtney went on Jimmy Kimmel and talked about the time she almost quit acting to pursue a very different career. I hadn't worked in a long time and I only had enough money to live about two weeks. So I was talking to my dad and he's like, Cece, you need to come home. And you are a salesman. You're a damn good salesman, and you need to do what you do best. What do you want to sell? Sell swimming pools. Okay. By the way, I am pretty good at that. 
There's a new Netflix documentary set to hit your screens this month. Money Shot, the Pornhub story, tells the story about how Pornhub changed the face of the adult entertainment business and transformed pornography into a multi-billion dollar industry. It's also going to explore some of the scandals which embroiled the porn giant, including allegations of sex trafficking and non-consensual material. It includes interviews with performers, former Pornhub employees and activists, and the first trailer dropped on Wednesday. Knowingly profiting from sex trafficking is what we believe they're liable for. The more I explored, the more aghast I became. I found too many cases of kids whose worst moments were preserved in amber. I was pretty reliant on what management was willing to say about it. All we were told was none of it's true. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.